Hello, everyone, and welcome to Con Nerds Tips and Tricks. This is something where Robbie and me, the man nerd, are going to talk about our trip to a convention, which this one was San Diego Comic-Con 2023. What did you think about that, Robbie? Just the whole experience. Oh, man, it was crazy. So much fun from start to finish, but it was a lot. A lot. (laughs) A lot going on. So why don't we start off with uh, before the con, if you're lucky enough to get tickets, which uh, can be difficult sometimes, what are the things that they should do beforehand to prepare? Uh, beforehand, if you manage to get tickets, jump on those uh, hotel sales, those, uh, you know, room share as far as Airbnb, you know, uh, Verbo all those uh, find sales in the San Diego area near the convention site so that you can uh, save a little bit of money uh, when finding some lodging because it can get very expensive very quickly depending on where you're trying to stay. Very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. For us, it was very hard to get a hotel even when I got the tickets last November. I was looking for hotels right then and it just was not happening. There was just, it was too expensive or they just weren't available. Uh, eventually, as you keep checking, sometimes you might get lucky or there's the Comic-Con hotel blocks that they open up at a certain time. So keep an eye on that. But uh, yeah, we were pretty lucky. We got a place, what, 10, 15 minutes away from the convention center driving? Yeah, not too bad. bad Okay, so now the schedule. This was your big thing here. You are all about that schedule. So why don't you talk about it? <laughs> yes, I, uh, I ended up doing my <laughs> scheduling late. Unfortunately, so this actually also goes into the uh, the preparation side of things. You can get the Comic-Con app, uh, which I highly recommend. You can set up a schedule for yourself through that app. And basically, you can block out certain periods of time uh, for programs that you want to see, uh, exhibits that you want to visit uh, in the exhibit hall. And we'll definitely get to the exhibit hall in just a moment. Uh, But as far as seeing panels, uh, movie premieres, uh, world premieres of different comics and video games and uh, everything in between, you can set that schedule up in the app. Uh, You can also do it, you know, through your calendar or whatever other ways you want to do it. It just makes it very easy and seamless to do it through that Comic-Con app. But it's, uh, Andrew knows, I I spend... (laughs) Uh, so much time uh, <laughs> schedule many hours, many hours. <laughs> uh, getting our schedule ready the day before uh, we hit it in the convention and then during the convention trying to just put different options for us so I actually put multiple things per time slot so we could kind of pick and choose uh, what we wanted to do and we just found what was most interesting to us uh, but that uh, does not necessarily mean it will be interesting to everyone so they have a, a flavor of nerd for absolutely everyone uh so whether whether you're into video games comic books movies uh anything in the nerddom sphere uh, tabletop rpgs tabletop games uh board games uh yeah it's incredible yeah just to give you a scope of that the panels and and all the presentations that are going on they typically go like you know every half hour ish to every hour but you are looking at 20 to 50 panels and stuff to choose from every hour or every half hour it is incredible so that's why we urge you check out the schedule go through it pick what you would be interested in and then recheck it as you're there because a lot of stuff gets switched around yes uh and in a case like ours because this is taking place july uh 
2023. This is during the uh, the writer strike and the actor strike currently going on. Uh, so a lot of things were canceled, uh, but a lot of things got replaced. There was uh, a lot of changes happening on the fly uh, that we had to be careful of. So I know I personally went to one show thinking that it was uh, going to happen and it uh, ended up being canceled. So, but again, you can check that through the app. I should have checked the app because it actually listed that it was canceled. So. All right. So now moving on. Now we we did the pre pre prep. You know, you get your place to stay. You look at the uh, schedule. Now you're there. First day. Probably a good idea to get there. What around nine nine fifteen? Because people start lining up to get yeah, into those doors. Yeah, that's the time we got there. Uh, I believe they do have some stuff going on around seven a.m. Uh, so some people do prefer to get there at six in the morning, but I'm not sure if that's at the convention center, if that's uh, one of the uh, surrounding sites, because as we learned, uh, Comic-Con, uh, as you tweeted out, uh, Maynard, that Comic-Con is more than just the convention center. It's the entire surrounding area. There are uh, multiple hotels that they use for viewings and for panels and, uh, and other things. So it was... The library... <laughs> the yes. marina uh the gas lamp quarter <laughs> yeah lots of areas so it's it's basically like a huge festival it's pretty amazing yeah so uh, i recommend bringing sunscreen uh <laughs> definitely protect yourself while you're out there because that was mistake one number one <laughs> on the first a day lot of walking between <laughs> sites uh and it is sunny san diego so uh yeah, be careful. We actually did experience a little bit of weather, so it wasn't completely uh, burning us the entire time, but uh, we got a little lucky there. But Okay, another thing I'm going to say, slightly at, at your expense, but not so much, because we got very lucky. Keep an eye on your luggage. Yes, keep an eye on your luggage, <laughs> especially if you're walking around with your luggage before you check in at your hotel or your place of stay, because... Obviously, you leave your luggage somewhere. There is not a guarantee that you are going to get it back. I was lucky enough to retrieve my luggage after uh, actually leaving it in a hotel bar near the location. And it was about an hour's oh, difference, yeah. right? Yeah, some, At least it was close to an hour. an hour. Yeah. And uh, I was extremely lucky. Yeah. So uh, I, I didn't have anything that I couldn't replace. But... And that tells you that... <laughs> Obviously, people are stand up there, at least near the convention uh, center. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nobody touched it. It was uh, it was pretty amazing. But that's not to say that every place is going to be like that. So definitely, you know, just, uh, keep your belongings yep. close. If you're going to uh, bring a wallet, bring your, your, your precious belongings, it's good to have them in a bag that you can keep close. Uh, or if you uh, are prefer to keep them in your pockets, just make sure that you're keeping everything safe. The convention hall was full of wonderful and nice people, but uh, you know, in large crowds like that, you, you do have to be careful. Yep, and that actually goes right into bring a bag with you. There's plenty of uh, they had huge totes, even like backpack totes that they were uh, that they were selling, which is awesome. They were giving away a lot of totes. But uh, if you have a backpack you want to bring, that's awesome. You bring your backpack, bring water. You can fill up your water there, bring snacks. They allow pretty much everything. So just bring what you need to bring for an entire day of fun. Yeah, that was a pretty amazing thing about the hall is that they allowed you to bring all that stuff in and, and leave with whatever you want. They had food and drink available inside. Uh, we did not see any alcohol available. Uh, but there was like Italian ice, there were uh, hot pretzels, uh, plenty of drinks. You know, you are paying 
fries, nachos. Yeah, you production yeah. prices, but that's you know to be to be fair. Uh, and there was. Uh, you can also grab that stuff in your panel room and eat it, and they don't exactly. give a crap. Exactly. There were uh, a couple of panel rooms that I think they wanted to keep a little bit cleaner, but for the most part, uh, we saw people eating in every panel we went to. So. And we, and we also ate <laughs> but uh, again that i would just want to reiterate if you do do that please respect the people around you uh respect the uh not only the people that you're watching but the people that are viewing it as well you don't want to be making noises or making a large mess while uh surrounded by people just trying to enjoy the show just be nice be cool. yeah silently eat your pretzel <laughs> with cheese sauce as much as you can i, I think we were pretty <laughs> silent i think we we're silent pretzel eaters yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were pretty good. Yeah. Okay, now here's one thing that I found out that it's like it's like a maybe you want to do it, maybe you don't. Some of the panels, some of the big ones, you might not get into because the lines are ridiculous and the panels before it, they don't ask people to everybody to leave. So some people get there the panel prior to see the next one. Now I have a problem with that kind of and then not it's it's one of those things it's like do you do it do you try to get in but then you're there even what 45 minutes early and then you still can't get in because everybody from the last panel was in there and didn't leave we got it both ways we weren't there for the previous and then on some of them we were but those ones actually weren't full when it came down to it uh when we were in there during the the main panel so i don't feel too bad about those so how do you feel about this? I mean, I, I know a lot of people had mixed feelings there. We, we heard a lot of frustration going on when we were in lines that uh, that didn't get in. I know one of my favorite panels, I mean, you, you heard me talk about it all weekend, that this was one of the panels that I had to see. And we yep. were not in the front of the line, but not in the back either. We were actually, we had made pretty good time. We had gotten to this panel about, uh, what, half an hour early at the very least, probably 45 minutes. Uh, yeah, 45, to, yeah, to get there as early as possible. And uh, after waiting all that time, uh, they <laughs> opened the doors. And what do you think? Probably about 20 people maybe left. <laughs> yep. And they said it is at max yep, so capacity. They a few people in and uh, it was a sliver of the line. <laughs> and yep, they said it's max capacity. Nobody can get in. Now, what we learned is that, uh, you know, with, with the rules being the way they are, I do think that it's, uh, you know, uh, I, and I told you this uh, while, while we were there, uh, if they kicked you out uh, after seeing the session uh, or the panel that you are currently in, that automatically puts you at the back of the line, which means that you can't see the next panel. So it kind of yeah. uh, penalizes you yeah. for uh, viewing a panel in the same room that you want to see the next panel in before. So that I understand why they let people stay, but we were, like you said, we were able to kind of start to game that system a little bit. And it's, it's the, it's learning the, the, the little tricks uh, at Comic-Con that, oh, if you really want to see a, a panel coming up, it might not be a bad idea to go into the one before and you might learn a little bit something or, uh, I know we we, yeah. what we did, we wanted to get there early. We went to the, uh, the panel before and it was about this really interesting sounding filipino comic that uh really highlights filipino culture that they yeah, made they have, movies uh, too yeah, movies yeah. and uh it, it seems like a really interesting kind of animated universe that they have uh, called the deep fried universe and they have multiple characters within and they have the actors from the movie uh there and the and the creators of the comic book 
And so, yeah, that was really interesting hearing about something that I never would have picked to go to, but I really wanted to see the uh, critical role panel that was coming up in that room next. So, and we got some pretty decent seats. Yeah, uh, I mean, we were in the that. front, but we were at a, a point yep. where we had a great view of one of the screens and we could still see the panel pretty well. So, yeah, it was. A win-win. And to be fair, we could have made it to the front because a lot of people left. Fair, yeah. the, we, we, we could have tried to force our way up, but uh, again, uh, you have to show no hesitation when it comes to trying to get a good seat yep. because people will just get up and move in front of you uh, and they will grab that seat. You know, if it's open, they will search for it. So you have to be a bit aggressive uh, to get the, the seating that you want to get, especially in those crowded panels. But they're also really good about monitors. They have it so you can see the monitors wherever exactly, you're at. Exactly, yeah. And the monitors really help to get that, you know, close-up view of the people talking and uh, also the, the slides that each panel had. They they highlighted the visuals of the stuff they were talking about. Yeah, it was, it was a nice touch. Okay. Now, next tip that I would say, very, very important. Schedule time for the exhibit hall because it is so huge that there is no way you will be able to get through it even in a couple days, which we know. So you definitely want to schedule at least an hour at a time or more. You think that's a lot, but it's not, especially on the early days when it's crowded. So if you catch it later on in the day, which they close at seven o'clock, so you got to catch it early, you definitely want to go into this ex the big exhibit hall. Check out all the vendors. Check out all the cool stuff. Like they have Marvel booths. They have booths for uh, all the major comic labels. They have booths for all the big uh, anime studios. Even like they even had a Crunchyroll one. So you want to check all that cool stuff out. But give yourself time. You can't just walk through. It's very very crowded. Just like the early days, early in the day, you're not going to be able to stop at every booth you want. You're going to have to, you know, walk and see which one you can get at. Yeah, and, and like many other conventions, they have like Artist Alley in there. So there's uh, over 100 artists uh, that are uh, available to, uh, to speak with and, and buy their art and support their, their art personally. As well as, yeah, like you said, the, the uh, video game labels, the I, I personally got to go to Dark Horse Comics and Image Comics. That was really amazing. Uh, Image Comics. That was that was an oh, experience. Yeah. Uh, we we were lucky enough to see uh, Todd McFarlane's panel our first day there. We went there Friday and Saturday, and uh, we got to hear him talk about mostly uh, the world of Spawn that he has created. Now he has done uh, cover art for some of Marvel's biggest characters, for some of the the biggest superheroes in the that genre. He's an amazing uh, cover artist, but he's also an amazing uh, comic book creator in general. Uh, he has done the entire process, and now he co-owns uh, Image Comics, and he still pumps out these Spawn comics that are incredible. And not to mention a toy maker. Yep, action figures. Toys. So cool. Apparently, they're yep. making some of the most complex toys yeah. in the industry. Now, that actually brings me to that was a early morning panel. And there was a huge line to get in, but it was at one of the uh, rooms that was pretty big, so it could fit a lot of people in there. So we were scared at first because you walk by and then you're like, oh, this is the end of the line. But nope, there's a person down the hallway with a sign saying continuation of line to 6A. And then you have to keep going. And we ended up finding what? 
at least four of those people yeah, with signs. Yeah, we went down like until we found three the hallways end. and went outside. <laughs> I think that was where the end of the line was. And, and we still yeah, got in. And we still were able to get in. But that's not the case later on in the day. Not the case. <laughs> but early morning, yeah, you're probably pretty safe if it's one of the first ones. Yeah, but those afternoon panels, they get really, really packed. Uh, so yeah, just manage your time well. Uh, also, uh, make sure to hydrate. Uh, bring water with you. Bring something to drink. If you want to buy drinks there, that's uh, that's another option. But just yeah, make sure you stay hydrated. You're going to be doing a lot of walking, a lot of moving around, and it, it does get hot in San Diego, so uh, you don't want to be in any danger of passing yeah. out. I know I saw a bunch of people sitting in the lobby, you know, just uh, taking some time to <laughs> get cool, compose themselves, get back into it, and then uh, you know continue their day. And something we tried to, to do and kind of failed was planning times to, to eat because you know there's so much so yeah, much going really on work. and so many <laughs> things you want to see that you sometimes forget oh you know we haven't eaten since uh since we left the airbnb this morning uh we should probably check out something to to eat probably off of the the convention grounds if you want a, a, a meal so like gas lamp quarter offers some amazing restaurants and, and bars and yeah, that was an incredible experience. And even the vendors on the street, grab a quick bite, bring it to your next panel. Most most of the time, they won't say you can't eat there. Just go for it. We had uh, Big Mac tacos, basically. They were called Smash, Smash Burger tacos, but it was just like a Big Mac and a taco. It's great. Yeah, and in Gaslight <laughs> Quarter, it's, uh, it's basically just a big party. There's a bunch of people out in cosplay there, uh, a lot of street performers. They block off the roads. Uh, so it's nice and, uh, and, and safe. You're not going <laughs> to get hit by any vehicles. They have security out there. But yeah, it, it seems to be uh, the place where a lot of people are enjoying themselves, eating and drinking and enjoying the uh, all the cosplays. Uh, there were some protesters. That was fun and interesting, <laughs> which there uh, apparently commonly are at Comic-Con. Uh, so that was a little funny to see. But uh, yeah. Yeah, religious types, but, you know, it's one of those things. Like, not bashing on religious types, but they're the type that you see in movies where they have, literally, I saw one of them, they had the the thing with the strap around them with boards on the front and back of them with a quote, and they were saying that you were going to go to eternal hell and stuff <laughs> like that. So you're going to yeah, see this that. This is a very, very specific type of religious person where they, yeah, they think that anybody dressed yeah. up as... Uh, as a character is <laughs> should, should burn in hellfire so which is funny when they're talking to people dressed up in like a ghost rabbit outfit so <laughs> yeah yeah i'd say the funniest part of that was m the first first day we saw people just ignoring like we did you know you just walk back you don't want to say anything they want you to do that but then that one night was what the third night we walked by and there was this these two people just saying Oh my God, this is hilarious. Can I get a photo of this? Can I get a photo with you? <laughs> I, yeah, it was one of yeah, those things. <laughs> so, uh, the biggest thing to do in situations like that is just yeah. don't be an ass. Don't yeah, be an ass like them. Disengage. Just try to keep it light. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was the grounds outside. That was that was pretty fun and pretty crazy and hot. And keep your badge. Oh yes, big big thing we learned. When you get your badge on the plastic, there's a sticker. And that is what you scan when you go in. It's not actually the paper. 
you want the paper out because they have different color codes for different days so they know that when you walk by that you're supposed to be there but the sticker on the plastic badge make sure you have that do not yes, peel it off don't tamper with your badge at all uh you just want to make sure that uh the, the day color that you have is nice and visible and you want it to be visible at all times while you're on the grounds uh just so you know there's no question it's nice and easy. You can, uh, they have lanyards available for sale. You can uh, clip it onto your cosplay if you're doing cosplay. But uh, yeah, just make sure you have that badge nice and visible. Yeah, next time if they have butts on things, we're going there first to get <laughs> lanyards because they were out when yes, we got a them. a lovely little place we found. Uh, <laughs> this, uh, this artist uh, exhibit was called Butts on Things. They have pins and stickers all dedicated to characters in tons of different IPs. I know I personally got a Baby Yoda, a uh, Han Solo in Carbonite, and a Ghostbusters uh, ghost. And it's all yep. just the backside of them uh, with a butt. Yep. I got the D20 and the Ghostbusters. And you know how you see the logo of the Ghostbusters? It's facing you with their face. But no, they changed it. You're looking from the backside of it. You're looking from the back of the ghost and the nice round cheeks. Yeah, turns out Han Solo's uh, got a got like an America's ass type feel, you know? Well, he's pretty he's athletic. athletic. He probably does the squats, let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, any more tips for during the convention? And then we can get to a few for the end uh, of the convention. During the convention, decide early if you want to do long format panels or short format panels. Uh, we decided to do a combination yep. of both. We saw a couple of three-hour panels in our first day. It was actually a couple of actual plays of uh, two different tabletop role-playing games that, uh, as of the rec this recording, have not been released yet. I believe they're due to be released within the yep. next uh, two months or so. Uh, one of them is coming out next month, I believe, uh, in August. And yep. uh, the first one was Gods of Metal Ragnarok. So, so good. good. <laughs> uh, it was uh, <laughs> game mastered by uh, Ivan Van Norman. Great, great fellow over at, uh, I believe he's still at Geek and Sundry. Uh, but he <laughs> did a great job narrating the story of uh, six players that uh, got into a bunch of crazy shenanigans. And it's a very metal, insert devil horns here, uh, <laughs> very metal experience uh, with your heroes and with their own album that they made too yes. to go with it uh, uh, album uh, created by Jason Charles Miller who is uh, also playing in the game so yeah he created the uh, the album with some help from other uh, uh, his, uh, musical friends and he uh, helped create the game as well helped to, to write both, I think both the storyline and the rules but he uh, is very experienced with other and he's actually on Geek and Sundry oh, as well fantastic I know he, <laughs> I know he's seen a lot of stuff with him um, yep. Yeah, so that was great. Basically, they're playing as avatars of these rock gods. And uh, yeah, very, very cool concept. Uh, the second one was uh, Marvel Multiverse, uh, where you play as characters gifted with uh, superpowers uh, that you might find in the Marvel Universe. And this one also just went off the rails uh, very quickly. Um, it was a very fun experience. <laughs> yeah, and some of the little nuances in the game, like the Marvel die, makes it seem so much fun. The Marvel die so was much so fun. fun. Like, you can have a 
a failure turn into a success just by that Marvel die. And this was put on by uh, Glass Cannon Network. Uh, so they had a, a team of, uh, of people playing and it was, yeah, it was pretty crazy. So beyond that, the, like I said, those were three hours each. So that was six hours of our first day. So that was quite a bit of the day. Uh, something that we had not planned on was uh, finding out late that the exhibit hall does close rather early. It does not stay open uh, with the rest of the events of uh, the day. So the days that we were there, it closed at 7 p.m. So my biggest piece of advice to you is hit that exhibit hall earlier in the day uh, so that you don't have to worry about it uh, closing up while you're still trying to search for something. Yes. Yeah, and plan that movie and show premieres will be late at night typically. Typically, they did them around 9 or 10. So you want to do that. They actually show different movies like old movies and lots of anime at night as well. So you can still keep going until like just right before midnight. We got to see the pre-release of Justice League War World rated R. So cool. It started pretty late, like uh, 930, 10. And then we were out by about 1130. Yeah. So very fun. Yeah. So definitely playing that. There's stuff to do late at night as well. Yes. And uh, oh, I do have one last shout out for the exhibit hall. I know we actually gave them a shout out in our last uh, video about conventions oh, yes. uh, at Fan Expo. So we saw our friends over at uh, Misty Mountain Gaming uh, again. They were uh, there and selling their wares of beautiful, beautiful dice and uh, their leather bags which uh, they're, they're modern rugged brand. Yep, I got gemstone dice. Mm. Oh, your gemstone dice are pretty. So good. Yep, yep, and you got your amazing duffel bag that everybody complimented the entire time, even yes, in the airport. smells of <laughs> lovely genuine leather. Uh, and it's... Uh, with a lifetime <laughs> with, warranty. With a lifetime warranty, yeah. So, there's that. Yeah, so I got that, and with it, I got their, uh, their mystery dice, uh, or mystery bag set and uh got a bunch of some some gemstone dice metal dice uh, some, some gifts and some gemstone mushrooms that i'm so excited to bring out in future campaigns so and this one maybe with this campaign this because of archie <laughs> uh yes i think i think archie will uh be enjoying these these gemstone mushrooms as much as me probably more okay now let's get into the ending of the comic-con we learned kind of late you definitely want to grab those tickets for the masquerade ball we wanted to see it we didn't realize we wanted to see it until the end get those tickets early because holy crap there's overflow they actually have places where they show showings of it by remote because there's too many people so if you are into cosplay and want to see all these amazing costumes all these people that enter get your tickets beforehand which is usually the day before the day of there's several places you can get them but get yes. your tickets the line never stopped we we sat there for what oh, 20 minutes easily. and the line kept yeah, so, on going uh, this was uh, the masquerade ball uh, masquerade was being held in ballroom 20 which i believe seats about what was it when they say like 4000 people yeah, so 4,000 people, so, uh, and they had to do overflow uh, in, a, in a second hall. So, or outside in tents, it sounded like, maybe, I'm not sure. But, and yeah, another hall. so yeah. thousands and thousands of people uh, go to this event. So, and it is 
a highlight of the entire weekend because you see uh, people showing off their cosplays, they give out prizes and awards, and uh, it really is something special that we uh, we were sorry to miss, but we know for next time that we do have to get those tickets early. Yeah, even though it says you can walk up and go in if it if there's room available, there will not be room, yeah, so get I yourself a ticket. I believe the tickets are free. Don't quote me on that, but I believe it's just kind of like a reservation system. They yeah, are so free. It's, it's, it's more a reservation for yep. a, a seat than anything, so it's, it's not a ticket that you have to purchase. Okay, well, that is, that's going to be it, man. Any more uh, words of wisdom for those who want to attend Comic-Con for the first time? Yes, and if you have uh, any questions about Comic-Con, if you want to know what more about our personal experiences, uh, if you uh, want to potentially go yourself, uh, check out their uh, early bird specials and their, uh, their chances to, to get into the raffle uh, to get in, and then... Uh, you can reach out to, to us through Mandrew. Uh, what's your What's your Twitter? Yep, themandnerd.com, themandnerdpodcast.com, Twitter at themandnerd. Yes, reach out to uh, to Mandrew, and he will uh, get you all hooked up with all the, the details for any questions you might have. And if you have questions for me, just go through him, and I'll be happy to answer them myself. All right, everybody. Well, it was cool reminiscing about this amazing weekend. So we will catch you next time. Bye, guys. Thank you.